Welcome. Do you ever wonder why some poor people are happy while some rich people are unhappy? Are you feeling a hollowness in your life? Do you feel that you are sometimes pretending just to belong? Each and every one of us has a beautiful talent, a gift inside that needs to come out. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Your host is Fabian Edju. As you move along on this earthly journey, it's time to welcome confidence and delight in what life has to offer for a better life ahead. Now, here is Fabian Edju. Hello, fellow listeners from all over the world, fellow human being. Welcome to Revelations and Wonders. If you are joining us for the very first time, um, let me welcome you first. And then also want to give you a little bit of understanding of why we, we brought up the show Revelations and Wonders. It is commonly said, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach him how to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. So Revelations and Wonders is for individuals who are seeking fulfillment and happiness in life. So we want to provide the tools that can help you find fulfillment and happiness in life. So our goal is to show how simple life truly is and how to remove any apparent complexity in life because we do believe that life is very simple so long as you want it to be simple and so long as you want to keep it simple we further believe in the self-evident truth that alone is how each one of us came to earth true birth and alone is how each one of us will leave this earth through death so these inseparable opposite poles of our journey on earth are just filled with what we call revelations and wonders. So therefore, revelations should be understood as the quest for self-identity and understanding one's purpose on this earthly journey. And wonders is the search for fulfillment through life experiences. We believe that life is art to be fully experienced. So wonders is the search of fulfillment through life experiences with the goal of reaching the state of happiness on earth. And the hope that happiness will be our last earthly experience. But since no one really knows when that last experience will come. Then revelations and wonders is the quest for fulfillment in every present moment that life offers so that you can gain an absolute clarity and conviction on how to deal with every present moment. And that is what brought us to today's topic, how to live and maintain a purposeful and fulfilled life. So before you start talking about um, maintaining, living or maintaining something, in this case, a, a purposeful and a fulfilled life, 
I think the first thing to do, um, we're going to break this down into uh, simple steps. And I think we have those steps um, listed as seven steps. Okay, so we're really going to try to bring this down into uh, simple steps that everyone can easily follow. So the first, the first thing, what I call step one, is to find your purpose. So you have to be able to find your purpose, understand what is your purpose. And the way you go about doing that is just to finding out what is your why. What motivates you? So why are you doing what you intend to do? So there are three options here, you know, at the very first step here. So when you find trying to identify or understand your purpose, I was, you know, we were able to, um, to separate these into three separate types of purposes. The first one could be internal. That means you are just seeking self-satisfaction in the sense that the end goal is, is about you and only you. For instance, it's all about being rich. It's having a lot of money, having this, having a lot of cars. So the internal, the, the internal purpose in this case is all about you, self, which is what I call self-satisfaction. Self so the second option of your purpose then is going to be an external, which means you are focused on doing something that benefits everyone and everything else but yourself. For instance, when you believe that your purpose in life is to make other people happy, regardless of how you feel, you would go extra mile to do anything hoping that people will be happy based on your deeds, that become what I call an external purpose. So when, when your why is external. So the last of the three options then becomes a combination, a little bit of both, internal and external. So this is something that personally and deeply impacted your life. Maybe there was something that personally and deeply impacted your life and you make it a mission to prevent others from suffering the same pain that you endure. Or if it was a positive experience, you want to create the conditions so that others can have the same type of pleasant experience that you actually live through. So those are the three options of how you can understand to identify your why, your purpose. So the goal then becomes, once you are, you've been able to identify your purpose, then the goal becomes to fulfill that purpose and then to live and maintain that purpose. So being able to, so step two, understanding the notion of fulfillment. Now that you understand what your purpose is, which is going to be either internal, external, or a combination of both, then the next, the next step, which is step two, is to understand the notion of fulfillment. So let me start by you know, defining what fulfillment means. Fulfillment is the achievement of something desired, promised, or predicted. Fulfillment is also defined as a satisfaction of happiness as a result of a fully developed 
um, a fully developed ability or character. So when your character are fully developed, then they bring joy and happiness to you, which is a fulfillment. So it goes back to what I always like to remind people to understand the notion of things, because the definitions are very limited in terms of just words. But the notion here in terms of fulfillment, the way that I understand it is that regardless of how you want to define it, there is no fulfillment without a promise. In other words, only promises are fulfilled. So a promise has to exist in order to be fulfilled. So promises are uh, expressed in terms of talent, potential, aptitude, capacities, or, or possibilities. So with promises, we start believing or assuming that something should or could or will happen in a way that um, we, we conceive it to unfold. What that means is because there's a promise, we start envisioning how everything would end up. So people use then promises to form expectations or to anticipate outcome. But the degree of expectation or anticipation are subject to personal experiences. Maybe you've seen something happening over and over and over and over, and that helps you develop a faith, a conviction that if this were to happen today under the same conditions, the same circumstances, the likelihood is that the outcome would be that. So you start anticipating, you start predicting, okay? So some of some simple examples of expectations are, for instance, in a marriage, you know, when someone, someone is actively looking for a marriage, you know, if someone is actively looking for a marriage, they will get into a relation expecting that it will lead to a proposal than a marriage. So that's an expectation for somebody who is actively looking for a marriage. Another type of expectation is money. Somebody who takes a job, a paid job, a paid job, expects a salary after they satisfy all the requirements from the job. Another good example can also be in education. Someone who goes through training expects to gain more knowledge after satisfactorily completing the requirement of the training. So those are the expectations because you've seen things happening once, twice, you start developing a conviction that if I were to do X, I should expect Y. And then in addition to that, you also have anticipations. So anticipations here are, you know, those uh, feeling that you, you already feel you have inside of you because you project yourself already being in that final outcome. For instance, graduation. So you try to experience the feeling of happiness that you will get by seeing yourself graduating, for instance, right? That's anticipation. 
are in a marriage. When one person proposes a ring, that person anticipates a resounding yes. You know, when somebody says, would you marry me? They get on their knees. And for the most part, what they expect or they anticipate is that the person is going to say yes. So going back to what I said earlier, you know, you really need to um, define your why. And your why can be either internal, external, or a combination of both. And then you have to understand the notion of fulfillment, what, what that only promises are fulfilled. And for you to deal with the promise is that you're going to have to, you have generally will have a certain degree of expectation or anticipation for the fulfillment. So the third step is self-identity. You need to understand who you are as a person. Who do you represent as a promise? What promise, what promise are you? So being able to um, self-identify is not that difficult. You must simply understand who you are as a person by asking the question, who am I? Or just imagine somebody asking you, who are you? What would be your answer? I'm not asking you to answer that question just limited in the sense of your profession, because that's usually the tendency that we have when somebody were to ask you, who are you? So you must be able to understand and ask, answer that question yourself. Who am I? And you know that when somebody asks you that question, who are you or who am I, if you, are, if you were to answer that question on your own, the likelihood is that the first words that would come out of your mouth would be I am. So everything that goes beyond that I am become how you define yourself. And this is why you need to come out with a set of I am statements that clearly define you. But if you're having a very hard time on trying to um, self-identify, then my suggestion would be you, only you, fully understand the best version or the best human being you can possibly be and describe that person. Describe that best version of yourself, like envision yourself and describe that self based on those I am, I am statement. For instance, you can say something like, I am respectful, I am kind, I am a business owner, I am the best human being on earth. Whatever that you can define yourself using those I am statements. So understand that these statements will change as we also change because our perception of our environment will change as we change. Things that we value today may no longer seem valuable tomorrow. And in addition to, our, in addition to your I am statements, one must also have a clear, you know, a set of clear principles and value. So principles are personal things that will never change, regardless of time. For instance, respect, love, and justice. 
those are the things that can define you, things that you will never change. Those are your core principles. Values are the things that can change over time, but they make it so easy for you to preserve the integrity of your core principles. For instance, being kind, being patient, being tolerant will only make sense investing your energy into it for a specific type of individual, while others are simply not worth considering such investment. So when when you say, I will be patient, that means you're not always, the truth is you're not always going to be patient. If somebody gets under your skin and they're not adding any value to your life, why would you you just keep being there and keep being patient? You can just walk away from that person. So principles and values are therefore interchangeable. They are interchangeable, but you, as a human being, as a person, you must define what are your personal core principles or core values. Those are the ones that you will never change. In this case, for for instance, for myself, it's respect. I need, I want to respect people. That means I want to treat them the way I would like to be treated, regardless of their age, their gender, their origin, their whatever. Because respect means treating others as you would like to be treated. It just makes life so easy and simple for me. So with that being said, we're going to take a very short break. And then we're going to, when we come back, we're going to, you know, move forward with the remaining uh, steps. And hopefully this is going to help you clarify some of the things that seem so complex. We will be right back in a very short minute. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. The White House Doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
If you are looking to deepen your understanding of karma, the law of attraction, metaphysics, mindfulness, and intuition, be sure to tune in each week for You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind with host Catherine Potter. Catherine and her insightful guests will show how everything interconnects, explaining concepts and modalities that connect the mind and body. It's a refreshing look at the universe and the laws that govern it. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. To reach Fabian Edju or today's guest, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. Now, back to Revelations and Wonders. Hello, fellow listeners and fellow human beings all over the world. Welcome back to Revelations and Wonders. If you are just joining us today, today's topic is how to live and maintain a purposeful and fulfilled life. So in our very first section, uh, one of the things that we mentioned was that in order to live and maintain something, you need to understand what that thing is. And in this case, we were talking about a purposeful and fulfilled life, which are two separate steps. So therefore, we had to start with finding your purpose, which means being able to understand your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? So one, one thing that we said was that uh, there could be three options three possible options for anyone's purpose. One purpose could be internal. That means you are just, you know, focused on self-satisfaction. For instance, having money, being rich, and all that good stuff. It could be external, which means you are focused on doing something that benefits everyone else but you. That means all your intents are just external. And then the last is a combination of the two, inter- both internal and external. Generally, in this case, is when something that um, something personal deeply affected and impacted your life to the point where you make it a mission to prevent others from suffering, uh, going through the same type of sufferings. That means you probably experience pain, or you really want to create a condition or environment where others will need to experience something so pleasant. That means maybe you have, there was a previous experience that brought a lot of joy to you and you want to make it a mission to help others experience that. That means you want to create the conditions uh, for others to experience the same thing. So those are the three options on how you define or find your purpose. And then the second step, as we mentioned, was that you need to be able to understand the notion of fulfillment itself. So what we mentioned was that regardless of how one wants to see it or wants to define it, 
There is no fulfillment without a promise. In other words, only promises are fulfilled. So if you are seeking fulfillment, so understand that you also, you also represent a promise. You are a promise. So, and these promises are, are therefore exp uh, expressed in terms of talent, potential, aptitude, and all those good stuff. And with, with, with those promises also come expectations or anticipations, which, for instance, when you, you know, you, if you are seeking a marriage, um, you get into a relation by anticipating that or expecting that you will get married at the end. So, so the third thing, which is the third step, is uh, really identifying yourself, getting to know who you are as that promise. And the way that you go about that is imagining yourself being asked a question, who are you? Or, you know, yourself wanting to ask that, you know, answer that question, who am I? And if you're having a hard time trying to understand who you are, then picture the best human being you can possibly be in your own imagination. And then describe that human being in terms of those I am statements. Like I mentioned before the break, you can say stuff like, I am respectful, I am honest, I am a, a, a good father, I am a good husband, I am a good whatever, you know, I'm a good boss, a good director, a good employee, whatever. All those. Because the tendency is, is that we, when somebody asks you, who are you, the default tendency is that we want to just define ourselves as a job or a title that we actually currently hold. But you are more than that because you also represent a set of value. Maybe you are honest, you are sincere, you are a believer of God, you are whatever you want the world to know about you. So those are your I am statements that you have to be able to, to define. And my suggestion would be put those in writing, write them down so that they're very clear in your mind. So once you actually have all those I am statements um, defining who you are, and then you need to start taking action, which is the what. So the type of action that um, I mean here is what type of activities do you need to be involved in and that would allow for you as a promise to be fulfilled? So what are the type of activity that you need to engage in that would allow your promise to blossom? You represent that promise. So that means your talent would come to life. So the natural way of identifying your, the type of activity, the natural way is generally just to follow your passion. What is it that you are absolutely passionate about? Basically, do something that uh, do something that is a genuine passion of yours, regardless of what people think, because only you know you. Nobody else knows that. So the way that I usually try to ask people to, to answer this question is something like, so just assume, first of all, I would ask, are you satisfied with your job? 
If the answer to that is yes, then you also have to answer the following question. Would you be willing to do the same job without getting paid? If the answer to that question is no, that means you're not really passionate about your job. So the, the, the way that you find uh, the what is really by answering the question, if money was never an issue, that means if somebody were to take care of all your financial needs and all you had, to, you had left to do is to go find a job that you would do without getting paid. But it has to be the type of job that normally you would get paid. But because your, all your financial needs are addressed, so that's not a concern. So what job would you do? So this is how you find the type of activities that will be in line with your talent. Because it turns out that passion is truly the strength that um, allows you to tap into that inner talent. It has no calculations in terms of how much money you're going to make. It's all about releasing that potential that is within you, within yourself. And that is the, the strength of that potential that wants to be expressed through that passion. So something that you are genuinely passionate about, regardless of what anybody else's thinks, that is how you find your what. What is it that you need to do? What is it that you need to engage in? That's going to help you reach that fulfillment. Remember, the fulfillment is a promise, and the promise is that talent of yours. But the talent cannot blossom unless it uses the same, the right channel or the right vehicle or, yeah, the right vehicle that would allow it to blossom. For instance, I like to take this example of Starbucks. Starbucks is really good at what they do, coffee. They've developed a, a process that is unmatched. Anybody else is trying to, you know, do whatever they're doing, but at the end of the day, Everybody who's, is going to be lining up at Starbucks to get a coffee because of that unique experience. And your talent is also unique. So therefore, you need to be able to find what is it that makes you unique. Can you imagine the process of Starbucks, Starbucks being used maybe in a legal, in a legal firm? It's just a mismatch. It would not work. Or in a construction, it would not work. So that's why for your talent, you need to find the right activity or the right vehicle that would allow your talent to fully blossom. And again, you do that by asking yourself, if money was never an issue, that means if I did not have to work for money, what would I be doing but knowing that I would not get paid? So that is how you find your what. So once you understand all those, then you need to personify your alignment between your why, your who, and your what. So in order to align everything, right? In order to align everything, you must 
know the only three things or the only three tools that are, are within your at your disposal in 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 order to achieve your goal. There's not a single human being on earth that has more than three tools. Even though some some human being can leverage other human being, but individually we all have the same three tools to be able to at our disposal to be able to to help us achieve our goal. And those tools are our thoughts, the way you think. So your thought would 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 uh, process. You need to process your thought in a way that they need to be in tune with why and your why, your who and your what. It has to be very consistent. The way you think. If you think that you are respectful, then you need to start being polite. For instance. You need to start thinking politely. Don't play with your thought. It has to be very consistent who, with who you think you are. So the next tool is your words. The way you will be using your word, what you're saying. If you consider yourself as a respectful individual, but yet you spend your time insulting other people, it's inconsistent with who you pretend to be. If you believe that you are some sort of a, a, a noble individual, like a king or whatever, internal, internally, then the, the way you express yourself has to reveal who you are. You cannot spend your time cussing, swearing, and insulting, and you know using all these um, low-level languages, but yet you want people to look at you as a king. It's just not compatible. And the last but not least, your action. What you do. How do you present yourself? How do you dress? How do you carry yourself? If you want people to look at you as a queen, then dress as a queen. If you want people to look at you lightly, then you can dress lightly because the likelihood is that's how they're going to be look at, looking at you. You are, communicate, you are communicating with the external world through those three things. Your thoughts, your words, and your action. Unfortunately, what we tend to do is that because nobody can read your thoughts, we tend to just play around with it. But anyone who has been talking about success or you know being successful in life would always emphasize on the power of the way you think your power of thinking why because they have come to understand that your thoughts are actually the most powerful things that you have they condition everything else so the way you think will definitely affect the way you speak. So the way you think would definitely aspect the way, uh, affect the way that you act, your behavior. So put a lot of energy in really making sure that your thought process is so consistent with who you think you are. So that's what I call 
personify, you know, trying to personify who you are, what you want to do, and what you're trying to do it. So put a lot of emphasis in the thing that are invisible, your thoughts. Number one, focus on it. Number two is going to be your words. As you know, the words actually hurt. If you think that you're caring, compassionate, then stop saying mean things to other human beings. Because words are still extremely powerful, even though they're a little less powerful than thoughts. But they are equally powerful. They can hurt, they can harm, they can destroy, as well as your action. Actions are just more visible and tangible, but you can tell that actions are less dangerous because if you were to slap somebody in the face, guess what? The pain will come and go. But if you tell something to somebody that actually affects them personally, they can carry that for the rest of their life. So that's why words have to be taken into consideration as something that is very important. And, less they, and the, the less they are visible, the more dangerous they are. And that's what makes it so difficult, a little bit more complex. But the reality is that the thoughts, your way of thinking, is the most powerful tool you have at, at, your, at your disposal to actually align everything. Because your thoughts would condition your words, which also will condition your action. But if you can align all those three to the point where you become so consistent, then when somebody asks you, who are you? They wouldn't even have the time to ask you because they already see it. Everybody knows it. So that was your step number five. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a a quick short break. And uh, by the time we come back, we're going to try to tie all this together. And um, within the same logic, hopefully you are seeing how all this comes together as something that is very, very simple. Stay tuned. Don't leave. You don't want to miss the last section of, uh, of this show. So we will be right back very shortly. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Colleen Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. 
Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. To reach Fabian Edju or today's guest, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. Now, back to Revelations and Wonders. Hello. Welcome back to Revelations and Wonders. If you are just joining us, today's topic is how to live and maintain a purposeful and fulfilled life. So we've gone through two separate sections of this show. The first one, what we um, we try to suggest is that for you to be able to live and maintain something, you need to know what that thing is. In this case, we were talking about a purpose and fulfilling that purpose. So, and we wanted to break this down into seven steps. And so the very first step was to find your purpose, meaning you're trying to find your why. And we broke those into like three different possibilities. The first one being um, an internal, that means you're just seeking self-satisfaction. External, meaning you are just investing um, your effort uh, so that they, you know, you can you can benefit somebody else, but you, or, or combination. That means something happened to you, either good or bad, that bright, either joy or pain, and you, either just make it a mission for to prevent others from suffering the same type of pain, or or you want to create a condition so that they can enjoy or experience the same type of joy that that you went through. So once you understand your purpose, which is your why, then understand the notion of fulfillment. So what we mentioned was that regardless of how you want to see it, the fulfillment only promises are fulfilled. So if you're seeking for, see if you're truly seeking fulfillment, that means you recognize that you are a promise, and these promises are expressed as in terms of talent, potential, aptitude. And uh, and then once you had when once there there's a promise there are also expectations right, uh, but the de- the degree of expectation or anticipation are subject to personal experience. Like if you've seen something happening over and over and over under the same condition, the likelihood is that when when you see it happening, 
you can start anticipating what the outcome would be. Like, you know, getting married, you know, people know that in order to get married, you got to get into a relationship first. So most people who get into a relationship, the likelihood is that they're going to get married. It doesn't always happen, but the likelihood. So the step three was to identify who you are. So what we said was being able to identify yourself is being able to ask yourself and answer the question, who am I? Or if somebody were to ask you that question, who are you? You would be able to, you would start by saying, I am. So being able to add everything before or after that I am statement, which is not going to be limited to only your profession, is going to be the set of value that, depi- that define you as an individual in addition to your, to your profession. Um, those will be the things that will define you as individuals. So that, that's how you're going to find out what your self-identity is. So it's going to be like, I'm respectful, I'm polite, I'm whatever, I'm a surgeon or I'm a lawyer, I'm you know a janitor, whatever. So and then step four, um, and also we also mentioned that you need to have some core principle, things that you will never change. For instance, respect. You know, it doesn't matter if, you know, the person is young, old, male, female, African, you know, you respect people for who they are, for instance. That will never change. So you need to have your own set of core core principle. And then you need to take action. So action that you're going to take is the type of activities that you need to get involved in. And it has to be the the right type of activity for your talent. And the way you go about getting that type of activity is going to be by asking yourself a simple question. If you are currently working, right, you can you can really try to be very honest with yourself. So if you were to do the job that you're doing today without getting paid, would you still do it? Knowing that you're not getting paid. If the answer to that question is yes, then just focus on doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. Just do it, you know, the best the best way possible. But if the answer to that question is no, then you need to go back and ask if money was and ask yourself the question. If money was not an issue, but I still had to work, but knowing that I needed to work in a job that no one is going to be paying me, what job would I do? Because then you will really be doing something out of passion, knowing that money is not an issue. Your, your reward at that time is just satisfaction. So once you do that, the um, step five then becomes just aligning all those. That means you have to be very consistent with who you are, what you do, and uh, why you're doing it. And the best way to align all those is to use the tools that are at your disposal. And there are only three of them. Your thoughts, your words, and your action. They have to be consistent with who you think you are, why you think you're doing what you're doing, and what you're actually doing. So step six is when do you have to do all this? So many people don't really understand the notion of time. Ask anyone the question, what time is it? And watch. Everyone without exception would likely take a look at a watch or a clock and say the time is... The answer is divided into is always divided into the statement, the time is, and then something else. But most people don't really understand what comes that what comes after the statement, the time is, 
is nothing but a way that we measure our progress inside time. It's not the time itself. The time itself does not change. That's why the statement is always the same and has always been the same. The statement is always the time is. It hasn't changed and will not change. So the time does not change. We are the one who are constantly changing in our progress inside time. The time is, the time is always the same. So if you are very interested in, in reading more about this notion of time, I've, I've written an article that you can find on revelationsandwonders.com. The title is on the blog, the title is Become a Time Management Master for Life. So, but what, what I'm trying to say here is that the only point where you connect with time is the current moment. That is why it is the gift of time that is literally called the present or the present. No one can take one step forward or backward in time. With that in mind, the only best time to implement everything that you've, you've, you've worked to put together to try to identify so far is now. Because now is the only truly time that anyone has to the same measure. Once that now is gone, it's gone. If you do not do anything with that moment, guess what? All you're going to be left with is regret. But if you did everything that you could with it, you know, when that time is gone, you can look back with satisfaction and gratitude. So everybody has the same amount of time, and that time is always now. The time has never changed and will never change. The time is. It's perfect. We are the one changing. So what we use to measure our progress inside time is not time. So when I say 2 p.m., it's not time. It's a mark. It's a point of reference so that I can look back and say, you know what, I've traveled like right now, I'm 44 years old. I can now look back and say, I've traveled 44 years inside time in this life. So those are just little marks that we put to measure our progress inside time. And we are the one changing. The time itself doesn't change because it's perfect. When something is perfect, it doesn't require any change. What would it, what would it change to? To become what? So time, that's why the expression is always the time is. So the time will always be what it is, what it has always been. We are the one changing. And the only point where we connect with time is now, is the present. So live fully everything that you want to be or you, you, you anticipated becoming one day. Do it now. Because when that moment is gone, it's gone. You don't know how many more moments you have left. That may actually be one of your last few moments you know, in this lively journey. So that's why it's very important that you take the notion of time absolutely seriously. So the last, the last um, step is going to be how do you maintain all these uh, purposeful and fulfilled life? Because if you do that, you have to be able to maintain it, right? You have to be able to maintain it. All you can do is, I like to always remind people to look at nature. Nature has its own way of teaching us life in a very simple way. 
the sun always rises to the same same location. The day is always what it is, and things always repeat itself. So maintenance is finding a way to create that rhythm so that you can become very consistent. So that when there's a flaw, you can notice it very quickly because it's out of place. It can show up. So understand that everyone, including you, only have two things to deal with in life. Nobody has more than two things that they have to deal with. Not a single human being. So those two things are the things that are within your control and the things that are outside of your control. And the things that are outside of your control are other people, such as family members, friends, strangers. There is nature, everything that maintains and regulate life, like the weather, you know, and things like everything that is ma uh, uh, man-made, like money, cars, and all that stuff. Those are the things that are outside of your control. But the things that are within your controls are your thoughts, your words, and your action. We've thought about, we've talked about those. So to, in order to be able to maintain a purposeful and fulfilled life, you have to be able to be consistent how you use your free will and decide where you truly want to invest your limited amount of energy, either in the things that are within your control or the things that are outside of your control. That is up to you. So if you were to invest your energy on the things that are outside of your control, then you must also understand that disappointment, frustration, and similar feelings are real possible, possible outcome. But if you invest your energy in the things that are within your control, then all you have left is to do your best by focusing on your effort as opposed to the outcome, because even those outcomes will still always be outside of your control. That's something that nature regulates. It's not within your control. So, with that being said, I hope this is enough to make you realize the importance of being intentional about finding purpose, meaning, and fulfillment in life. If so, I invite you to listen and discuss what you've learned today from today's show with people who seek greater purpose in life so that you can all gain more clarity. If you have any questions regarding today's topic, feel free to send us your questions at revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. If you are inspired by this show and would like your transformational story to be read on air and posted on our website, email us at revelationsandwonders.com. If you are inspired by this and want to support this show, go to Revelations and Wonders and click on Become a Patron. If there's a topic that you would like us to discuss or to cover during this show, Go to revelationsandwonders.com, answer the question, what is your number one question about living a meaningful, purposeful, and happier life regardless of any social status? If you are interested in sponsoring this show, please feel free to reach out to our executive producer. Her name is Sandra Rogers at sandra.rogers at voiceamerica.com or call her office at 480-553-5756. We truly hope that you will join us again next week, same time. But for now, I wish you a happy and beautiful day.
Thank you for joining us for Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Please join host Fabian Ed Jew again next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Invite a trusted friend to listen and discuss today's show and use this week's blessings to better your life. 